0: Episode of Five Frachen, or Five Questions, as we would say in English. This is our new video podcast featuring the people who are at the heart of the Netherlands' diplomatic network here in the U.S. We're talking with the diplomats and policy officers about the strong bonds between the United States and the Netherlands, as well as our diplomatic work here in the United States. We'll focus on our cultural and economic ties that go back more than 400 years, and we'll talk about the collaborations between our two countries that make our relationship a partnership that works. I'm Jeff Allenack from the embassy's communications office, and I'm here with Renske Heemskerk, whose work focuses on the education and science policy of the Netherlands. Thank you for joining me today, Renske.
1: Thank you, Jeff.
0: Great. Well, let's jump right in with the first question. What's your background, and how did you wind up here at the embassy?
1: Um, I was born and raised in uh, in The Hague, in the Netherlands, and after my Dutch high school, I spent a year uh, here in the U.S., uh, the high school in a tiny village called Wiscasset in Maine uh, and I had a wonderful year.
0: You did the whole year?
1: I did a whole year. I was a senior in high school. So I had it all the, 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 the prom and the, all the sports and the uh, graduation. How about was, the snow? Uh, was there a lot of snow? There was a lot of snow. We had snow days, we had days off also. There's snow yeah. days in Maine? We had snow days in Maine. I wouldn't have thought and that. And then the, you were off from school, but the, often the, the days were good enough to go skiing. So those were fun days uh, too. And um, it was actually my first, uh, the, the year I spent in the US was the first time that I went to the US and that I also went outside of Europe. So I lived with an American host family there and they became my American family. And since then I uh, have been back to the US almost every year, so it became my second home. I studied at the University of Amsterdam International Relations and spent a semester at Boston College, studying in Boston. I moved on to work for an NGO, the European Centre for Conflict Prevention, focusing on conflict prevention and peace building, uh, working five years with other international organizations worldwide on this issue, organizing a large conference at the UN headquarters in New York, meeting lots of people also from embassies around the world. Then I moved on working for an agency in the Netherlands focusing on education, internationalization within higher education and vocational education. So that brought my path on the educational uh, track. Uh, and after working there, I started working for another organization uh, focusing on coordinating a program on honors programs within the Netherlands and building up a large network within the Netherlands with higher education institutions both research and universities of applied sciences. And six years ago I started working for the Ministry of Education, Culture and Science in The Hague with my main focus on innovation within education but also on internationalization. Uh, A year ago a new policy came out focusing on international knowledge and talent uh, strategy, and this position of uh, education and science attaché was part of that new policy. And uh, I applied for the job and was appointed, and so you are. that brought me to, uh, to Washington.
0: Well, what first sparked your interest in education and science?
1: I, I just enjoyed my education. So I think my connotation with education is a positive feeling, a positive energy. Uh, And as Nelson Mandela once said, uh, the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world is education. And I do believe that. So I do think it's really important that everyone has access to, to education and access to know what's out there in the world. And I think the higher education sector is really lively, energetic and innovative. And for me, it's always been a pleasure to meet eager students, teachers and academics who work with a passion on whatever subject or theme and uh, make, make education better and accessible and eventually make the world a better place. <laughs> so I think that's, that sparked my interest for education and science.
0: Okay. Now, not only are you new to the embassy, but your position is new as well. Before you arrived, we didn't have someone whose sole focus was on education and science. Why is now the right time for someone to do your job in the U.S.?
1: Good question. Um, I think the the US has been an important partner for the Netherlands for many, many years in the scientific world, both when it comes to research cooperation as well as knowledge exchange. But as I mentioned, this new policy came out and I think it just came together that way. This new position allows me uh, to focus more on strategic partnerships here within uh, within the US and also with a focus on policy learning. So what can we learn from how the Americans deal with issues such as knowledge security, but also reward and recognition when it comes to different career paths within education and science, but also on issues such as diversity and inclusion. And I think those issues are high on the agenda both here uh, and in the Netherlands. And it, it's, an, it's a, I think, an, a very interesting task to facilitate the dialogue on both sides of the ocean to understand and learn from each other. Also, we have many, many Dutch academics here working in, in, in the U.S. Um, and to facilitate a more structural exchange between those academics. A recently new network uh, came, came about. It was the, It's called the Dutch Network for Academics in the US, DNA US. And it was launched during the visit of our minister and our queen uh, in September to Berkeley. And uh, that will also be one of my tasks here too. Uh, to actually build the network and facilitate the dialogue
0: and what is the, the goal of that is it is it
1: uh... it has various goals so uh, first of all it's just to get a more structural cooperation between uh, the academics uh, but also for young academics it's sometimes really difficult to know how things are done in a new place so older older professional, uh, professors could help the younger ones, so we, have, we are thinking of maybe uh, setting up uh, a mentor system. Also, we would like to have a more structured dialogue with these academics concerning the different policy issues, so we uh, get to know from them what the discourse is here in the US and how we can learn uh, from that in the Netherlands. And uh, another goal is also when we have incoming visitors, we, we know where to go and what the, the, the specific themes uh, themes are. So there are different goals that we're trying to reach with this network.
0: Hmm. Since you are the first diplomat who focuses on Dutch education and science policy here in the States, there is no established network of academics and scientists between our two nations. How do you go about building one?
1: Um, well. Uh, As mentioned, the recently uh, set up of the DNA US, so the Dutch Network for Academics in the US, is a start when it comes to academic cooperation. Um, And besides facilitating that network, um, I've started to connect with other education and science attachés here at other embassies in DC. I've also uh, reaching out to uh, government officials at the, Depart- the State Department, Department of Education, uh, but also reaching out to counterparts such as the NSF and ACE, so the Associations of Universities and the National Science Foundation. And then within the Embassy, I'm working closely with the innovation attachés because they've been building relationships in the field of science already for numerous years, so we can uh, work together in that area. And also, uh, I've started to contact lots of the universities here in D.C. also to just connect with them. They're just around the corner, so for me it would be really interesting to meet with them and to hear what issues are on their agenda. So in essence it's lots of networking and building relationships and also taking the time I think and invest in those relationships
0: what will you need to accomplish before you consider your job done
1: also a good uh, good question and as I've been here for three months uh, that's that's a very uh, very good question I'm happy that I'm gonna have more years ahead of me so uh, I hope to be here for Hopefully three and maybe four years. Okay. Uh, also depending on what the, my family back my family uh, wants. But so far so so good. We've settled in quite uh, quite good. I think one of them is building an, a network of relevant actors, both at the government level and both at the uh, at the higher uh, education institutions, organizations, and the university itself. Also to have a better understanding of the topics that are. On the agenda here within the higher education and science uh, sector and how we can actually learn from that at the Dutch policy making process and furthermore i really hope also to work with the different colleagues here within the embassy we have lots of colleagues from different ministries here and we all have our own tasks and mandates and i think it would be great if we can add value to each other's work to accomplish even more in all those interesting areas we are working in and on a personal note, I just hope to find my way easy in DC because for me it's still uh, it's still uh, uh, not easy to find to find my way around. But I hope after three years it's going to be like The Hague for me. Do
0: you yeah. mean like logistically the, yeah the logi-
1: yeah everything logistically, but also just uh, figuring out where to go and uh, if if people come by where to take them and just feel at home in a new city. Yeah.
0: Okay. I have one more bonus question for you that'll be somewhat of a surprise. Uh, you mentioned your time in, in Maine. You, were, you spent a year up there in Maine. Yeah. when And you were a senior in high school?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I, I, uh, I finished my high school in the Netherlands, so I was 18. OK. Yeah.
0: So now you're down here in the DC area, which is really kind of like the Chesapeake Bay area. And the Chesapeake Bay, of course, is, is known for blue crabs, whereas Maine might be known for lobster. Yes. So if you were at a party, and you had to choose between Maine lobster or blue crabs smothered in Old Bay seasoning, which would you pick?
1: Ooh, uh, I think I would choose the lobster.
0: The lobster? Yeah. You know, you're saying that to a Maryland native. I I know. know
1: I know. Yeah. But I I still think, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can combine them, the crab and the the, lobster. Yeah.
0: Blue crab and lobster dipped in the same uh, uh, Old Bay? Yeah. Have you had Old Bay?
1: No, so I still have to try it. And then maybe if you ask me the question again, maybe I will uh, have a different answer. That's why, because you haven't had Old Bay. It's
0: it's required if you're in Maryland that you have Old Bay. So you're close enough. I can make that happen for you. Good. Well, that's all we have time for today. Thank you again, Renska, for joining me for this episode of Five Rockings, though I might have asked more than five questions again. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. Please tell us what you think in the comments below. And be sure to click on the subscribe button and turn on notifications so you don't miss our next episode or the other videos we post on our YouTube channel. I'll be back behind the microphone next month with another member of the Dutch diplomatic network in the United States. Until then, you can keep up with our work on any of our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Just search for NL in the USA and you can stay up to date on how the United States and the Netherlands have a partnership that works.